Hi, welcome to the Way to Eternal Life podcast with John Gill. Prepare your hearts and minds and be inspired as we open the Word of God today with you. Now, here is John Gill. Greetings in the name of the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I am your host, John Gill. Let us start out with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you in the hour of prayer, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day. Lord God, Lord, thank you, Lord, for just being God and not man. Thank you, Lord, for how you have saved us, kept us saved, Lord God, Lord, clothed in our right mind, Lord God. We honor you and we praise you for that. Now, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will bless today's podcast, Lord God, Lord. Bless it in a very special way, Lord. And Bless the hearers, Lord God, that are receiving this, Lord God. And Lord, whatever is accomplished, Lord, we give you the praise for it all, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in to The Way to Eternal Life. Uh, This is The Way to Eternal Life coming to you over every podcast station. Continue to pray that God will just continue to manifest himself in a greater way as as he's done in the past for his own glory we thank you so much for honoring and uh, just tuning in each time and hopefully that you're getting blessed by this um at this time we do have um today's message um we pray that today's message will be a blessing and an encouragement to you we also have a very special song and we pray that this special song will be anointed and be a blessing to you. May the Lord bless and may he keep you.
Johnny Gill. I'm actually with the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan. Um, I'm actually one of the um, outreach ministers that um, comes and ministers the gospel to the lost and dying world. Um, but we just, I'm honored to be here. Um, and we pray, we're not going to, we're not going to hold you all long. I promise you that. Um, but as the Holy Ghost is leading, I feel that whatever is being said, that will be a blessing to you all. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself, excuse me. <clears throat> I, um, God saved me over almost 30 something years ago. And how God did it, uh, it's amazing. I've never regretted it at all. Um, I have been through as they say, the fire and back. And I've been through the whole not having nowhere else to go. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, been there with, where I didn't have a home to live in. Um, was down in my luck, as they say, but God got me out of it, and that has been over six years ago since God has truly got me out of that, and not only that, I'm not saying this for everybody, but God blessed me with so many things that I would have never thought that he would ever bless me with, um, blessed me with a, with a good home, blessed me with a good job, that's nothing to boast about, by no means. I'm just, I'm just thanking God of what God has done for me. And I have dedicated my whole entire life to his service that I share my story and I share what, God's, what God has done for me everywhere I go. And I know a lot of times when, when people come in here, they'll be like saying like, well, well, you dress nice, you got a nice job and everything else. Well, you know, is there any hope for anything like that? I'm going to tell you something right now from my own personal experience. And if you don't mind, uh, gentlemen, if, I, if you don't mind me being candid, there's always hope. True hope. I ain't talking like this. Um, people say it with words. And every time when people come in here, they always say, oh, there's hope, there's hope, there's hope. You can get out of your situation. No, I'm a living witness that you can truly get out of this situation. God got me out of this situation. It took a long time. Don't, don't think that it's going to all happen overnight. But it took a while. And it took a lot of pressing and everything else. I did things that I thought that I could do on my own. I, did, I tried just by every little program that, that you could probably could have ever imagined. But I had to get on God's territory. And I had to get on God's timing. And God's timing, God had to take me through a whole lot of different avenues 
to get me to where I am today. And for that, I am so ever, so ever grateful. And I just, I get so thankful and get a little emotional because of how God has brought me. And that when we say that God, when I say, I'm going to speak for myself. When I say that God truly loves you and he does care, he does care. He does love you. It's a deeper kind of love that that is undescribable of the depths of God's love. And right now, and I know for a fact is that we, we we all in a certain mess and everything else, but God has not left you. God has not God has not forgotten about you. God is not we might say, Well, where was God when I needed this? Where was God when I needed this? Where was God when I God says I was there. You're just not letting me give you're not allowing me to give me to to give me a chance so I can fix this. And some things that's hard to fix. Some things on a natural human perspective is hard to how can I get this out? But when you put your trust and faith in God, and I know this, when you truly do, when you let go, and I'm gonna back this up for just a quick second. When they say when they when, when a lot of people say let go and let God, sometimes it's just words. But when you truly fully surrender all of you to him and truly let whatever it is that's holding you back and let God do the work, God always shows up and shows out in your life. That I know that for a fact. Um, we're going to start with a word of prayer. I'm going to do my best to try to make it our thoughts condensed down as shortly as possible. But I just want to let you all and uh, let you um, gentlemen know that I truly, truly love you all. I'm praying for you. I pray for our God here, and I'm praying for you even now. But I'm going to pray for you even afterwards. And just letting you know that you're truly loved by us. And that on behalf of my pastor, Pastor Lee Hampton, um, that um, we the saints here, we truly love you and, and we're truly praying for you. So let us start with prayer. And then after that, then we'll get into the small lesson and then I'll dismiss you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to gather together. The Bible says whether two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for being in our midst tonight, Lord God. And, Lord, we pray, Lord, that that your word will penetrate the hearts of these gentlemen. Lord, we pray, Lord, that that your word, when, when it's open up, Lord God, Lord, that it will bless their souls, bless their lives, Lord God, Lord. And if those that don't know from the free pride of their sins, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will convict hearts tonight, Lord God. Lord, we don't know what these, what these young men are going through right now, but Lord, you know. So Lord, we pray, Lord, that some encouragement, some hope, some inspiration will be here tonight, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would truly have your way in this service. And whatever is accomplished, Lord, we give you the praise and the honor and the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I just got... This really came, and the Lord laid this part on my heart a while, a while back, and it's actually found in um, Luke chapter 15, and it's a very familiar passage, but it has a great meaning and a lesson behind it, 
And we're going to actually uh, title this tonight. Normally, people usually wait till afterwards, but I'm going to go ahead and title it tonight. And the, the title is, and you'll, you'll get where I'm going with it. The title of tonight's um, lesson is Stop Running. It's Time to Come Home. Now, as I said, what does all of that have to do with what I'm dealing with right now? But you just follow me. Just bear with me and follow with me. And I pray that this lesson will be a blessing to you. So it's Luke chapter 15. Um, verses, um, we're going to start with verse 11 and we're going to work our way down to verse 25. And basically it goes like this and it says, and he said, Jesus. Now, right here, they will say that this is a parable, but it's not really a parable, but it's an actual real event that actually happened. So basically it says, and a certain man had two sons. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it says, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Not many days afterwards, that the younger son gathered together all of his stuff and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Now, I'm going to break this down briefly of what that means. In this sense, that does not always mean that he went to Africa or Asia or all that stuff. It can be he went to some place that's far away from home. So in this case, we're, we're here in Battle Creek. He could have went across the street or he could have went to wherever. That's that far away country that it's referring to. And there he had, as they say, he had a good time. Well, when you're in sin and you don't and you don't have God in your life, you are going to waste everything. And sometimes some people don't always appreciate what what you got until you don't have it no more. So there he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he spent all, there rose a mighty famine in the land. So if you really want to break this down here on our day and time, you can say that. Um, there arose a pandemic and that now you begin to be at want. And the, and the scripture says that um, then he became a, a citizen of that particular area. And then it says that he sent him unto the fields to feed swines and and he would uh, he would faint and have filled the uh, the belly with the husk that the swine did gave him. And this is the part that I want to get to. And when he came to himself, and he said, "How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger?" I want to say this for the glory of God, that the devil has stolen so much from you. When they say the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, he really does. He just probably has destroyed some of your reputation. He has probably taken your family away. He has probably taken away everything that was ever dear to your life. And regardless of what the decision that you made, 
the devil, he, yes, he presents that particular opportunity. But it's up to us to whether or not we want to take that opportunity or not. Now, some man have said, well, I went over here and I had a good time and I thought I was the king of the hill, as they say. But God said, okay, I'm going to bring you down to where you're going to need me. And my question to you is this, you don't, you don't have to answer this, but my question to you is this, how far does God have to bring you low before you, you surrender and say, God, I give up. I'm, I'm yours. And then that's what that son did. So I look at it in this sense. That son, he probably left his heritage. He left his heritage. He left all of what he knew in this little safety net right here. And, he, and dad probably said, son, you know, don't go out there, this, that, and the other. It ain't for you. It ain't this. Probably went to church. Church said the same thing. It ain't for you out there. This world is, is, is deceiving and everything else. And no doubt, he's, he probably went into one ear and out the other. And that's what some do. They, they'll hear you, but then sometimes it goes into one ear and out the other and say, yeah, 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 I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But you don't understand. I see that. That's all I see. I see these blind lights right here. So now I'm going to go and go after it. So he did what he wanted to do. Did him. When I was in, when, when a lot of us were in sin, we did us. I don't need God. Yeah, I hear you, but you may not necessarily verbally say it, but in your heart you're saying, I don't need God. I, I, I can do this, 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 and this. But then God sometimes brings you to that crossroad. That's what happened to him. God brought him to that crossroad. I'm telling you today, you're at your crossroads right now. I don't know what any of you men are dealing with right now. But I know you just want somebody to just give you just a little hope. And tonight, I'm here to let you know tonight with arms open wide that's saying that there is true hope. But all he wants you to do is get to that point in your life and say, Comfort yourself and say to yourself, how many higher servants God, not necessarily say how many servants he had not been rich, but in this sense, why am I out here? Why, Lord, why am I still doing this? Why am I still shooting up? Why am I still in and out of jail? Why can I not hold down a job? Why, why, God, why? And now when See, sin, this is part of the other part, and I'm just going to quote this in so many words. I'm going to paraphrase this. You, in Jonah, when Jonah, when God came to Jonah, God says, go preach to Nineveh. But he said, no, I ain't going to do that. So he went down to this. He went down to Jonah. He went down to, Char uh, to Tarsha, excuse me. He went down to Tarsha, then he went to Joppa. Then he went down to the ship. Then went down, 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 down. That's how sin does. It takes you down, down, down. The more you run away from God, the more sin takes you down, 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 down. And the scripture says in chapter 2 where it talks about that he finally came to himself after they threw him over to the, to the, um, over, over the, over the sea. 
and the fish um, swallowed them whole. And then he, and then he had to sit there and came to himself and said, "You know what, God? I'm so sorry that I failed you. You gave me an assignment. You and you have an assignment that God has for you. But God sent him, but but the devil takes you to a faraway country, takes you far away, takes you the roundabout way, saying that you don't need him. A lot of you all probably have influence in somebody in somebody's life." But yet the devil wants to take that away and want to, want to replace it with something else. God is saying that he wants to restore that. He wants to restore your family. He wants to restore your home. He wants to honestly restore your finances. But it's easy said and done. But God, how are you going to do that? And the answer, the, the simple answer is this. Surrender to me. Work with me. And I'll work with you. I'll work with whatever little faith that you have. If you just surrender to me, have your relationship with me, you don't know what I truly have in store for, for any of you. And that's what God's saying. He don't know what he has in store for you, but if you don't truly let it go, and let, truly let God and allow God to work with you. By the time that, by the time that, I'm not saying this, but by the time maybe next, maybe next week or, or maybe a month from now, maybe two months from now, maybe a year from now, God may, God may get you out of this. And then when you look back, you'll be saying, Lord, how did you do that? It's because that you worked with me. You allowed me to work into your life. That's what God wants to do for you. Do you realize how much God truly loves you? The Bible says that it's truly not his will that any should perish. It's not his will that you should perish. Not naturally, but spiritually too. He wants to have that relationship with you. He wants to be with you. He doesn't want you to be in a place, no, you know what I'm saying, this fact. He doesn't want you here. He has an assignment for you, a true assignment. Do you realize the depths of how when he sent his only begotten son to die for you and for me, shed his blood We sing a song that says that um, you who are weary, come home. God wants to give you true rest. God wants to restore you. God wants to give you back double of what you lost before. But you have to come to yourself and say, do I continue to run? Or, Lord, can I come home? Is it, Lord, I don't want you. I hate. I hate you. Or, Lord, I truly surrender. Here's me, God. I have nothing left. Nothing left in my life. I'm yours, God. 
That's what he wants, is for you to surrender your heart. I'm talking about true, genuine Bible salvation. It's not being sorry for the fact that you got caught. Not being sorry for the fact that you are in this particular situation. But it's because that you are sorry for the fact that you hurt God's heart. And that you're asking God to forgive you for your sins. Whatever they may be. Say, God, ask, well, I'm, I'm asking you to forgive me for everything that I, that I know I did wrong. In your eyes. Not in nobody else's eyes, but in your eyes. And I'm asking you to forgive me. I'm asking you to save me. I'm asking you to take away these guilts that I honestly have. I want to come home. I'm tired of all this ripping and running and going from place to place to place to place. Lord, I want to come home to you. Lord, will you accept me? As just as I am. Lord, I know I need help. And I know for a fact that you can get me out of this particular situation. Not just this situation, but any situation. But I'm willing to work with you. And my friends today, is that your prayer right now? See, when, when the lights are off and we're done with this, this chapel service and we're done with everything, you're going to have to go to bed at night and the devil's going to keep battling saying, you ain't this, that, and the other. No, I am more than a conqueror. When you truly give your heart and life to him and you truly surrender, you will truly never be the same. But my question to you is this, are you going to stop running? Are you going to allow the devil to keep bringing you down, 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 down? Or are you going to allow God to honestly lift you up? Because I'm telling you right now, once when you truly surrender, things will truly begin to change in your life. The things that you once loved, now you hate. The things that you hated, now you love. In other words, you may you might have at the time might have loved cigarettes, or might have loved alcohol, whatever it may be, or love women and all that. Now God, and when you gave your heart and life to Him, God puts a new song, a new heart, a new everything in you, and that the old taste of this world, the old taste of this life. It becomes just bitter to you. God, the Bible says in Joel, it's prophesied, and it's, and it's for our day and time. He says, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. In other words, I'm going to break that down. I am going to restore your experience. I am going to restore your family. I am going to restore your finances. I am going to restore what the drugs dealt with you, what everything else has dealt with. I'm going to restore that to give back your territory again. 
I'm going to get back your family. I'm going to restore your marriages. I'm going to restore everything that that everything that the devil has taken away, I'm going to restore that. That's what that's talking about. God is in the restoring business. He not only just saved, but he keeps. Well, what is saved? Well, let me break that down real quickly. In Matthew 121, it says, And she shall break for the son she married, to break for the son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For Jesus shall save his people from their sins. Jesus' people are saved from sin. When you take something away from me, I no longer have it no more. That's what Jesus wants to do for you. When you give it over to him and you lay it there and never pick it right back up, God says, now I'm laying it down in my feet and now it's thrown into the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember it no more. That's what he wants to do for you. But all he wants you first have to acknowledge, Lord, I honestly need help. Recognize whatever your condition is. Call it whatever the name is. And can you deliver? That is my personal quiet question to you. You're not here by mistake. You're not just hearing this message by mistake. God's, God is talking to you right now. The Holy Ghost has been talking to you right now. He's talking to you right now saying, are you going to stop running? I want, I want to come in. Can you? I want to come home. Are you ready to come home? That is my prayer for you. We truly love you. I would be out here on a Saturday night. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things I could be doing on a Saturday night, but I chose to be here because I love your souls. Because somebody needs to hear what this is saying. God's saying, I'm here. We hope that you enjoyed the Way to Eternal Life podcast today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by emailing us at contactjohngill at waytoeternallife.com. Once again, that is contactjohngill at waytoeternallife.com or visit us on our website at www.waytoeternallife.com to eternallife.com or like us on Facebook at Way to Eternal Life 53. Don't forget to subscribe and download the podcast to get continuously episodes. And now, here is John Gill with the final thoughts. Don't you know I died for you? 
I spilled a whole lot of blood for you to not only just be healed from the transgression or my sin, but it also heals mentally, emotionally, and physically. And spiritually. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. God loves you. And he's ready to heal. Truly heal. It's not the church joining the thing, joining the church or anything like that. God wants to join to him. He wants you to join him. Not a church. He wants you to join him. So life wants you to do the, the last part. Will you come? Or you do not say, well, pray for me that I may have a mind. I want to have that mind to want to accept him. But right now, my mind is not there yet. But if your mind is there, you truly want a true surrender. You need to raise your hand when no word. You need to go with you. Raise your hand and say, pray for me. I want to be saved. I really want to become a Christian. I really want to be a follower of Christ. And if that's you, you can raise your hand before you sit down. Or you can just say, just pray for me. I do want that, what you're saying, but I'm not ready for it. If that's you, you can raise your hand too. We pray in the master name of Jesus, Lord, that you would help Jeff, Lord God. Restore the years. Restore whatever was taken from him. We're praying for you to restore it right now in Jesus' name. We pray for Nick right now, Lord God, Lord. We don't know what he needs, Lord God, Lord. But you know, you know what's in his heart, Lord. We pray right now, Lord, that you would penetrate, Lord God, Lord. We pray, Lord God, Lord, that you would just help him out, Lord, in whatever area that he needs help with, Lord God, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now we pray, Lord, for these gentlemen, Lord, that they may have a good night's rest, Lord God, Lord. We pray, Lord, for a true restoration, Lord, that they may not be back there no more. We pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you will help these gentlemen out, Lord. 
We love you from the depth of our heart, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this good word, Lord. So, Lord, we pray whatever to come this Lord, we give you praise for it all, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Appreciate you. May God truly bless you. Truly bless you. Thank you for listening, and may God bless and keep you.